Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and what you're listening to now is the title track of Quintessence by my latest guest, Billy Pod. Billy is a Greek drummer who's made London his hometown. Billy has worked with friends of Harmonious World such as Rob Luft, Jim Mullen and Dave O'Higgins. I'm very much looking forward to my conversation with him and hope you enjoy listening in. Hello. Hello, Billy. How are you? I'm good, Billy. Thank you. How are you? Great. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Nice to meet we you, have, yeah. Yeah, we have some mutual friends. You know Matt, of course, right? Yeah. Matt yeah. Rob Luft? Yeah, Rob Luft. And oh, great. Yeah, and Dave O'Higgins, I played in a band with about 40 years ago. Wow, amazing. I know, I know. Wow. I, I played with uh, Rob and uh, Dave uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago at the Isle of Wight Festival. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's the last time I saw Rob and uh, Dave. Okay, very good. Yeah, they're, they're amazing, amazing. We had a great time. It was a great time. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was really so nice. let's talk about Quintessence. So I recorded uh, this album uh, last November. It's almost a year ago. The music was composed during the lockdown, mostly. So I had like the first couple of compositions composed uh, during the lockdown. And this is where I actually met Tom Ollendorf and uh, Mirko Scarlett and Rupert Cox, the whole band. Uh, we were doing some sessions during the lockdown. And then, yeah, I, I composed these like two co- compositions and then I was like, yeah, maybe I should go for the full album. So this is how it happened, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we didn't gig too much before the recording. We just had one rehearsal and one day in the studio. Yeah. And then went for it. Yeah, yeah, we just went for it and it, it was, it was nice. Turned out really, really nice. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's a great album. I like. I really enjoyed listening to it. I've, I've been, uh, I've been dipping in and out of it for uh, the last couple of weeks, and then today I've had it on repeat, and it's. I really enjoy it. Oh, thank you so much. Means a lot because you're a great musician, Hilary. Yeah, I've been, I, I checked some of your stuff out. To be honest, as well. Yeah. Oh, great! Thank you. Mean, means a lot. Means a lot. Really. Okay. Good. Good. Um, tell me about your composition process I'm really fascinated by drummers who compose because Great. we think of you as just hitting stuff you know and obviously there's more to it exactly. than that. So, so how does your composition process work you know for me it's like it's an intellectual process mostly it starts from accepting that um, uh, by default I won't ever become uh, a like I won't ever get the skills that a pianist has or like um, a guitarist or someone who's like dealing with harmony like every moment. Um, and I'm also a lot into classical music. Okay. Uh, I used to play classical piano and violin. Um, so I, I had like a relationship with classical harmony from when I was really young. Okay. 
But obviously, I'm like, the intellectual process is like accepting that I have to embrace my ideas and like the concepts that uh, I come up with. Embrace them and like get them out there, bring them to people and create something that is like uh, mostly expressive of myself and, you know, of what I want to share. Right. Yeah, yeah. so it, it starts with piano sometimes. I mostly compose on piano. Um, but sometimes it can start also with a groove or, or something else. It, it might be very simple. And I, don't, I, I try to avoid being judgmental with myself. Right. Yeah. Okay, but uh, and then obviously you found people that can interpret your compositions and make them sound great. Yeah, I mean, before recording the music, I made some um, demos on Logic. Like playing yeah. a little bit of bass and like chords and that stuff. And it, they sounded quite nice, I, I would say. I mean, I enjoy how they sounded, but it was like a different vibe. So I'm always open to bring the music to musicians that I admire and I think we have a connection and see what are their perspective on this music. Uh, because I believe uh, the music is mine uh, until it leaves home. When it leaves home and it becomes uh, part of rehearsal uh, or something like that, it's not mine anymore. It's like, it's, it's the group, you know? Yeah, very good. Excellent. Uh, so the, the track Quintessence... I yeah. really like, and obviously that's the title track. Why is it called Quintessence? I'm, I'm, I'm like a lot into philosophy, and like I'm reading books about philosophy, and I like to find, I'm really fascinated by finding connections between the words and sounds and concepts and all of this stuff. And um, I was reading this book, uh, it's a theory book called The Harmonic Experience by W.A. Matthew. Okay. And it is like a very interesting book about uh, harmony. And um, it's not like the, the West classical music harmony theory. It's like it's a really broad approach to harmony, starting from intervals and from um, the Pythagorean system. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it really takes you through some exercises uh, to place some simple octaves or fifths uh, that you can sing the overtones to the notes. So I was like, uh, I was getting more into trying to grasp and understand uh, the energy, the vibe, and like the, the feeling that I get from the um, harmonics and from the these kind of intervals and you know combining that with philosophy uh it made me think that um there is something bigger you know that it it, it interconnects like uh, communication and music and sound and sometimes you can play the same chord but it interacts in a different way in other contexts and with other people so there, there is there is a special element which is the in quintessence, it's like in ancient Greek philosophy, it's the fifth element that permeates all nature and that stuff. So I thought it would be a nice parallel to the music and what's happening, you know. Yeah. Great. That's pretty. So, yeah. So where did you actually do the recording? 
Um, I recorded the album um, in Lightship, uh, 95. It's, it's, it's a boat, actually, in uh, Thames River in Canary Dogs. Oh, okay. So it's a really nice boat with nice acoustics. And yeah, it was really nice. I thought it would be a nice setting. It was also a bit challenging for me to find a studio to record because I'm really new in the UK. So I don't know so many things, so many studios, sure. so many you know sound engineers. So yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got a good result, so that's what matters. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm really happy with how it turned out, you know? Yeah. So I love the story about you ending up in London. So tell me about your background and how, why you eventually came here. Okay, great. So I I, I was born in Athens, Greece. I grew up there. Uh, I then studied uh, in Corfu, uh, this amazing island. Actually, there is in Corfu there is the only jazz department that exists in Greece. Oh. And it's like, yeah, it's it's like a um, public university. All right. State, state university. It's, it's a really nice university. And it's the only, like, uh, school for jazz music. And I, I think it's, like, the, the most high-profile also jazz uh, course in Greece. So um, I studied there for five years, did bachelor's and master's. And then, you know, I was really busy playing in Athens and Greece. And at some time... At some point, back in 2014, I felt, you know, like there was a low ceiling because it's a small scene and yeah. that stuff. So I needed, I needed to explore more of what's happening in the modern scene in music and, you know, get more influences, uh, more inspiration. So I went to New York. I spent some time there. And I always had this curiosity to move out of Greece. Because I was starting to perform abroad internationally, made friends internationally. So I was really uh, looking forward to do it. And in 2020, I moved here with my girlfriend. All right. We moved together, but things didn't go so well because of the lockdown. So we ended up, uh, we, we, we broke up and she went back to Greece, but I stayed here. Okay. <laughs> so may, maybe that was like, you know, kind of uh, a reason that was combined uh, to make me right. take that step. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, but coming to London in 2020 wasn't the, uh, wasn't the best time to arrive. No, I, actually it was like end of January 2020. So I remember I was reading on the news that, you know, this virus is starting to sure. uh, expand. And, and I was like, ah, okay, I... I wouldn't expect it would go so bad. No. And it's like one month later, the lockdowns and everything. So, yeah. yeah. I I was like, you know, that's it now. (laughs) Right. Okay. But then there was almost like there was a restart of the London jazz scene. and, And it feels to me like sort of 2021 was this period when people were kind of thinking about is how are we going to get back to being creative in public again? Because people mm-hmm. were being creative as you did. People were mm-hmm. writing and being creative. But how does that, how is that going to happen? And how how is it going to manifest itself in the UK yeah. jazz scene? And, and it's come back, I think, bigger than bigger and better than it was before, which is incredible. 
yeah, that, that's great to hear. I have the same feeling as well, although I don't have like a full picture of what was happening before. Cool. But but I, I I mean I wasn't experiencing. I didn't have the experience. But I was I was hearing from many friends that like that London has one of the more most active and flourishing uh, scenes on the on the planet. So yeah, yeah. Now I think yeah, it's despite all the difficult circumstances with funding now for the venues and the musicians, sure. I think that musicians are really doing great. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. So you're working as a sideman and. Also, you're going to start touring this album, is that right? Yeah, I mean, we are actually in the middle of the, of the tour. We've got like four more dates left. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I applied for funding at the council. It wasn't uh, successful. So sadly, I had to do it self-funding tour. But it's, I mean, yeah, it's been, it's been great. It's been great. Uh, the band sounds like, really tight now after like six days yeah. uh, on tour so and for me the most important important thing is like i'm new uh, in the uk it was like okay i'm gonna do this because um i want to share what i have to say as an artist you know i want to be out there and people hear about me share my music uh meet new people you know so yeah Good. i'm happy to to be doing this, yeah. Brilliant. So where is the best place for people to find out about you and where you're where you're appearing and that sort of thing? Uh, obviously, there is my website, um, www.billypod.com. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I'm up in all digital platforms, Spotify and that stuff, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I, hung out, I hung out quite a lot around London you know, in the usual places. Uh, yeah. That would be the best place to find me, actually, and have an yeah. actual chat instead of uh, exchanging likes and uh, comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Then, yeah, very yeah, good. Okay. So I'll send people to your social media and to your website, and then we'll see where we go from there. So brilliant. I yeah. look forward to seeing you in person at some point. Yeah, me too. You live in London? You live in London? Uh, no, about 30 miles north in Hertfordshire. But I come into London all the time, so. Great, great. L yeah. Let me know if you're back in town anytime and we can, we can, I would be happy to have a play or something. Uh, yeah, that'd coffee. be great. Or me, though, yeah, I would be really glad to do it. Yeah, brilliant. Great. Thank you for your time and for inviting me to have this chat. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely stay in touch, okay? Absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, bye, Billy. Okay. So that was my conversation with Billy Pod, whose album Quintessence is out now. If you go to billypod.com or just search for Billy Pod, you'll find him. And I hope you get a chance to see him live. I'm still waiting for our diaries to coincide. So thanks for joining me once more for Harmonious World. What you're listening to right now is No Beginning, No End which is one of the tracks on Quintessence. Please keep sharing what you're good at and let's make this world a little more harmonious.
Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week and please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.